can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Just a, uh, just the two of us here. Uh, OA Stanley, I think I'll <laughs> call you all, OA. They've all run amok. What have you done to them all? No, well, um, now Don is on extended furlough. Still, uh, I hope uh, <laughs> Doctor Ben from Sydney, Doctor Ben Fordham, MD, managing Don. I hope he comes on. He comes on every other week. I find it like unnecessary to have to ring him or text him and say, are you coming on? He says he'll come on every fortnight unless I've missed something. Is he away? No, no, no. I think he's... Well, I don't think he's away, but uh, 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 you don't need to remind him, unlike you. We have to remind you of everything that you do. Well, now, just let me see if he's texted in. Texted in. I should have done this before we started. Um, he hasn't... So... I'm glad glad you mentioned, reminded, because here's a survey that they've done. Well, this is a fact, they said, that lack of sleep causes the brain to remember events incorrectly. That's that's apparently a medical fact. I was just going to ask you, how much sleep do you get? (laughs) I would have thought that's a good excuse for you, isn't it? Well, um, that's what it says. Um, People... Remember events incorrectly because of lack of sleep. I suppose that it seemed logical. What do they just so dream not, of it? What they just dream? Do they dream of the events that didn't happen? Because then it'd be called dreaming, wouldn't it? What? <laughs> what? If you're doing a, an, an event incorrectly, then it'd be dreaming of something that did right. So you'd be just dreaming, wouldn't you? But dreaming is, uh, you're not remembering events that have actually happened, that's just um, dreaming. Um, so you remember so them incorrectly. You had four or five hours sleep and you got up and you thought, now I've got to do something, what was I meant to be doing or what did I do yesterday or what did I have to remember and you can't remember it. Anyhow, I just was wondering how, because that's what they say. So if you um, speak to someone who can't remember anything you say you just look at them you say they've obviously had not a lot of sleep because that's i don't know i mentioned that but that's that that was that just seemed to uh, fit on from so how does your sleep go it's spasmodic 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 a bit much like your brain <laughs> no thank you susan uh, no um yeah, no, it's interrupted. He had to be wake up early in the morning, like three, two, three, then toss and turn. Uh, Dreaming. Not in bed looking for work at all because I'm just a solo sleeper. Now, here's an interesting thing I thought. I thought this was interesting. We'll do the shout-outs in a minute. I know we've uh, departed from the procedure that uh, Dr Ben told us. He said no-one's interested in the shout-outs except the people who want to be shouted out to. Shout-outs used to be called Cheerios, but we've that's the American adaption of shout-outs. It's like takeaway food. They call it takeout food. Takeaway. Remember when you used to go to takeaways and the Americans... Call it takeout food. I'll get on to the Americans in a minute, how, how, <laughs> how that country's going. Uh, but I was alerted to this fact and I, I was sent a, um, a video of it. At a Liberal Party New South Wales State Convention um, entitled A New Hope, the uh, person presiding over it, the I presume the secretary, read out started to read out the welcome to country and was roundly booed and jeered. Really? Yep. I can play it for you. Uh, uh, no need to play it for you. I can show you uh, if you think I'm making that up. Um, booed and a lot of jeering saying, oh, come on, just get on with it. And the person, it was a woman, she said, yeah, okay, right, let's get on with it. So uh, I, th- I tell you, we are having some effect because 
Not because we disrespect anyone necessarily. Oh, well, not because we disrespect anyone. But it is just so insulting and so unnecessary to do this. And it's crept in and it keeps going. And I know I keep going on about this. I noticed Telstra. Telstra sent a message on my phone and to everyone's phone, I presume. It said, we're upgrading work around Murrajong. We're upgrading works around Murrajong. What does that mean? What is Murrajong? How about they say we're upgrading works around, I don't know, Geelong, Williamstown, Melbourne, Perth. I have no idea. What is Murrajong? What, what do they know. do that for? What, what, what the virtue signalling in that nonsense? What is that? We, we're called... The names of our suburbs and city and precincts are what the names are on the postcodes. Tell us what they are. Don't say Murrajong. That could mean anything. Well, if they want to, if they want to start educating us on those sort of properties, you either say well, well, where it is, like Melbourne, and then the why indigenous do they? Name. Why do they? Why, why do we have to be educated on that? Well, uh, if we they have, want us to, well, we have, just we have. Uh, uh, if we're saying we. Um, don't want to be necessarily welcome to the country that we live in and we've been here all our lives and the people welcoming us, uh, we've been on the planet longer than them. This is why this is just nonsense. We're all just one people. This is what the whole divisive thing about the voice was. It was just absolute crap. Uh, So, uh, Murrajong, Telstra, please. You might be able to kick a goal seeing that Optus are on their knees and have been roundly uh, flogged by... um, an oversight of what caused 10 million people to uh, lose their... Where is Marijong? Ah, that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. Come in on the plane and they say, welcome to... On the... I notice they've still... I still... I notice graffiti is still on St um, Paul's Cathedral. Is that the one on the corner of Flinders and Swanson? Uh, St Paul's? St Paul's. That's the graffiti still, still up there. there. Yeah, it's still up. Says uh, support support the yes vote. Just get the graffiti down. It's no ne- it's not necessary for it. You got roundly uh, and soundly uh, defeated, and there's no need for it. All over. It's all done. Move on. It's yeah. right. That's what I say. Move on. Get it down. Don't um, deface the great facade of St would, Paul's. Would that be the city of Melbourne? Of course, it would be. Yeah, yeah you know. Sally Cap, the mayor, she's over on a climate conference in Japan, or was. <laughs> climate junket. What, what is that? What, what, wait, till, wait till we get on to... Do you remember when lying, lying, telling fibs, used to be a really serious thing back in the day? Uh, you know, Absolutely. just people say you're a liar and you used to take offence at that. And, you know, and the logical extension of that is perjury. You know, if you purge yourself under oath, that is a criminal f- offence that's indictable and uh, punishable by jail, even. But people now just lie with... It's, it's just, a, it's just a, a way of life now. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what we lie about. What do we lie about? Well, Come on. Well, well, people lie about... Yes. We lie about the climate. You didn't have so enough sleep, did you? <laughs> no, well, I'm tr- I'm tr- I'm tr- we lie about the climate. Whether you, whether people who say the climate is not changing or it is changing but it's due to different factors, they lie about that. And the people who support that the climate's changing lie. They, they jig up the figures and the statistics to suit their argument. The you can never get a balanced... COVID, how, how, how many lies did uh, the government and people tell you, and the medical profession tell you about COVID? And, and get the, away with it. A, a, and get away with it. And the people who dispute it, they bring up their... It's just... They just lie. And no one... It's just... It, it's a... Um, it's just a cottage industry. Um, what about I cook foods? Now, I cook foods were found in favour of being rorted by the state government, put out of business. And the council, the Dandenong Council and the people involved lied. The state government lied. The health minister lied. They just lied. And then they admitted they lied. They and admit- then he got no compensation. None. Uh, so, and, and they get away with it. The state, the premier lied 
over. He couldn't write down the amount of things that he's lied over, and um, it's just everyone's just a bl- it just it just washes over them. Gas and fossil fuels. How how gas? You know, we had the great captain of Australia said he wouldn't wear a lint of gas on the thing because fossil fuels were ruining the country and the climate and global warming. Well, who says that? Well, there's so many people that don't say that. Uh, Israel and Hamas. Have you, how, have you listened to the arguments on both sides about Israel fighting Hamas and Hamas, what they've done and what they do and what they don't do, it is, and you, uh, you, you just, your eyes glaze over. I watch a hell of a lot of it. Well, I don't know why I keep watching. I watch it just to see if they will come up with some different, they just go on about the same things, about how the atrocious nature of war and what people have done and what they haven't done and what they say they're doing and what they say they're not doing. It is, and they just lie. And and no one, no one ever, uh, you never come to a conclusion, 30 so what about the people who lie and say driving at 30 kilometres 30 kilometers an hour will save lives? That's just a blatant lie. That is nonsense. If you want to stop killing people on the roads, uh, don't let them drive in the rain. Govern the cars to only drive in the daytime. Uh, have to. It's just... It is... What about when they say... Um, when you drive on the freeways or drive and it says... Uh, road safety cameras operate in this area. That's a lie. They're revenue-raising cameras. <laughs> They're nothing to do with... Uh, the people who speed are the clowns who drive at 160 and 170 and are just either on, on amphetamines or they're just bogans or they're just shitheads or they're tr- pissed. Got nothing to do with road safety, driving at 110 in a 100-mile, 100-kilometre zone. But it's a minority that did uh, spoil it for, uh, for the rest of us. That is absolutely true. As a Susan O.A. Stanley. Our people will ask us what O.A. means. Um, uh, um, that is extra... To, to how could you justify this thinking in the name of being virtuous and trying to save uh, people from dying on the roads? which is fantastic, 30 kilometres an hour in the city or whatever. It is, that's a lie. That is just a patent lie. Uh, what about the voice? What about the crap with the voice? Uh, so so here's, here's anal, anal, the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, anal. He says... He was asked about the cost of living and inflation. Have a listen to this. And he said he was not going to spray money around just in search of a cheap headline. This is a man who three weeks ago committed this country to $500 million to run a bogus referendum on the yes-no vote. Wasted $500 million of our money on a boat that was never going to get up. It was just sheer projection and pandering. Pandering. We had to get on planes that were graffitied by Alan Joyce on his um, planes that he took over, the public airline, saying yes, vote yes. Well, at least he left a legacy. At least he he left. He's living in (laughs) Ireland. Stupid man. Um, So uh, what else are we... uh, um, George, I don't know, I said this before, The thing, a thing has come out about George Floyd. Remember, they burnt America to the ground for two years because the copper put his knee on... Well, they BLM. have since found out that they didn't. he didn't put his knee on his neck, he put it on his shoulder, but he died anyhow. And, um, uh, and he probably... He had uh, uh, f- severe amounts of fentanyl in his body. He'd had suffered two heart attacks. He'd had COVID. He'd had the did the same thing exactly a couple of years before when he was arrested. He was a he was a professional felon. I said he was a shithead. I think he was a piece of shit. And um, uh, they've since found out that this was... Uh, none of the evidence, none of those things that I mentioned were ever mentioned in the trial of the copper who... I don't know what the copper's name, Chauvin or Chauvin or someone. 
Anyhow, they lied about that. They lied about everything. Black Lives Matter, they lied about that. They said they're a virtuous organisation, nothing more than a domestic terror organisation that people fell over themselves in this country and in this city and had Black Lives Matter flags up. It's just complete bullshit. The people who ran Black Lives Matter took all the money for themselves and bought mansions. Do you think I'm making this up? That's easily uh, easily, uh, accountable if you look up who Black Lives Matter are. And we have to suffer the nonsense of people parading in Black Lives Matter. Who? What does that mean, Black Lives Matter? Everyone's life matters. Oh, dear, yes. Doesn't it? It does. Oh, if you yes. said that in America, you'd be... So, have a listen to this. This is in America. So, you never told a lie? Oh, I've told plenty of lies, but there's a difference between perjuring yourself or telling white lies. So, if you walked in here, for example, and you had a, 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 an article of clothing on, I'm just an example, right? Obviously, yes. Hypothetical. Mm-hmm. And you said, do you reckon this looks good on me? And if I thought it actually doesn't look good on you, it looks bloody awful, I wouldn't say that to you. I'd say, yeah, it looks okay. Or, uh, yeah. But then you're lying to me. That's right. I'm telling you a white lie. I'm telling you what you want to hear. But maybe I didn't want to hear No, maybe you didn't know. But if someone you didn't know, I would tell you if, (laughs) because I know you. But if you didn't know someone and you didn't want to offend them, so if someone had a, a, a spot on their nose and they were in the media and you'd say, you've got to get rid of that spot well, on well, their I, nose. I, I've said that to a couple of people of my friends. I've t- I won't tell you. I've said that to two very prominent people in the media. One of them had a mole in, the, in between his eyes. It looked like a like cyclops. It's the <laughs> only thing you looked at. And I said, mate, I, I, he's a very prominent person and he, <laughs> if he was listening, he'd know I'm speaking about him. And he... Uh, and I said, hey, listen, have you ever thought about getting that thing, that mole removed from the middle of your, in between your eyes? He said, what do you mean? I said, mate, it's the first thing anyone looks at. Why, why don't you get it cut out, just cut out? And he, he did. He had it cut out and he says the best thing he ever done, he said... He appreciated me telling him. But at the time, did he, was he angry at yeah, or, no, or shocked? He, or? he was because he thought I was... Taking the piss having, out of him. I, I thought I, he thought I was having a go at him. I wasn't. I was just saying. And there's another person on Sky News. He's a good friend of mine, and I've told him too. He's got a mole on his uh, face. Mm-hmm. And now, but people say, "Oh, look who's speaking!" You know, you've had your face tarted up and all that. So I'm, I'm not saying I'm anything. I'm just saying. If you want to do yourself a favour and not have people concentrate on who you are rather than what you've got grown on your face, for God's sake. Uh, and I've <laughs> said to him, I said, why don't you get that thing cut off? And he says, well, it's part of me. I said, it's part of you. It's, well, of course it's part of you, but it's, it's an unnecessary part of you. Men don't have lumps on their face. There's another very, very good friend of mine who had a whole lot of uh, moles and things on his face. And I said... Mate, looks like you've been standing at the back of the car that's been bogged and when it started to move off, all the mud came out and shit hit, the, hit your face. You can't say that. I did say that to him and he, he had a few of them cut out too. And if someone said to me, hey, mate, get your head cut off, you look fucking awful. I, no, I wouldn't get my head cut off, but I would take on board what someone said to me. Uh, really? I take it on board, but uh, but that's the person. So you that's said who they you are. said have I ever lied? Yeah. Well, of course, everyone's lied, but it all depends on how severe the lie is. If it's too, if it's too defraud or to um, gain some monetary gain or some I don't know. So it's you've got to categorise it into big lies, small lies, and well, lies. Well, it's about fidelity. Usually, it's about fidelity, isn't it? <laughs> you know, if you. You know, if your partner, man, woman or beast says, um, have you actually been uh, jumping on top of um, Frank or Francine or whoever you jump on top of? And you say, of course I haven't been. Well, you would say that until you're actually caught on top of Frank or Francine, wouldn't you? If someone walked in and you're in the act of uh, uh, going over the top and they said, ah, you sprung. You'd say, no, this is not really me. And I'd, who are you? You would, no, once you sprung, you sprung. Um, Speaking from experience, are you? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, but they're, they're, that's not a so that's lying. But there is lies and lies. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, if I take you out to dinner, no, not you, because I've never taken you out to dinner. I might, I might, if this keeps going, I might pay you in kind for being here. But if I take you out to dinner and the bill comes to five hundred dollars, and you say, "How much was that?" I say, oh, "It wasn't much. It was a couple hundred bucks." That's a lie. That's a white lie because I don't want to embarrass you into thinking I've spent. I'd call you five, a tight ass. What? I'd call you a tight ass. Well, and, I and he's spending five hundred bucks. I'm worth more than that. I, I would have spent five hundred dollars. You, you, you're going to swear at me. I was going. You're going to swear. I was going to uh, see your gender. Your gender has made me settle. You're I was nervous. going to say, you stupid woman. <laughs> I, I, if I took you out and spent $500 on you at dinner, I would have spent the money. So that's, But if you said, oh, incidentally, how much was that? I said, oh, it's a couple hundred bucks. Don't worry about it. Uh, uh, so that would be a lie? Or do you want it me to say, no, it's cost me $575.60 uh, for that meal? <laughs> Next uh, so, time but, I shout McDonald's. Yeah, well, <laughs> and then dine in and eat in the car. Yeah, <laughs> well... I'll be waiting for the day you actually do buy anything as far as food goes. No, I mean, you know that one, JJ. So, so how do we, that got onto lying, so lying. So, um, George Floyd Black, Ricky Nixon. Now, Ricky Nixon. Now, no, I'm just saying, you can lose friendships over people who lie to you. True. Well, he lied to me. Speaking from experience. Well, of course. And he will say he didn't, but he did. And that's why we don't, I don't speak to him anymore. You haven't gone to the bakehouse? Uh, no, no, I haven't, but not... I haven't. Not because uh, Ricky frequents it. Really? What would you do if you actually bumped into Mr Nixon? Well, I, I, I would be, I would be uh, affable, but uh, i got a feeling he wouldn't because he'd realise, probably, I'm only just putting words in his mouth. I reckon he would realise he actually did the wrong thing by me. Uh, it, it's a bit like him, uh, I'm only just saying, it's a bit like him being in court about the footballs and the signatures on the footballs. Um, maybe he didn't realise that they weren't uh, real, they were bog- didn't, maybe he didn't realise they were bogus signatures, but... Maybe he didn't. So, but that, uh, so Wayne Ludley, who lied. Uh, Wayne Ludley, who's the bloke who took the photograph of Nicky Winmar lifting his jumper up out at Victoria Park, he lied about us on this podcast. He, and then he, he got found out, though. And then it cost uh, him severely. He, he got found out because we sued him for lying. But he thought, oh no, I'll just that's just a throwaway line. I'll just say that. He called his bluff. Well, we. we, we at some stage, if you get accused of something that you actually do take offence at that is patently untrue, um, um, you should call people out. Uh, so he was he's a liar. Um, that's uh, just not hearsay. That is a, uh, that is a legal uh, decision that someone made about that man, person. Uh, so how did we get onto that um, now? So... so Tell me what you think of this. Now, what am I thinking? Uh, now, th- this this is this is the world we live in, and I understand that. But America, this is what I was going. America has had, depending who you believe. Oh, Christ, what's happened there? What? What? Why did that go off? <laughs> oh, I'm trying. Here we go. America has had, depending on who you believe. Here's another lie. They've had five. They've had between eight. Three and four million illegal immigrants come over the border in uh, three years of the Biden government, uh, Biden administration, or eight million. Depends who you believe. See, there's another lie. So, and the people who are illegal immigrants, rather than um, rounding them up and um, uh, processing them and seeing who they are, whether they're terrorists or murderers from other countries or what their background is... This, this, is the, this is the priority of the American government, the, the people who are just so... Uh, this is what it says. When you're interviewing the people who have illegally come across the border, they wade across the river and they bloody... under cover of darkness, it says, this is the people who intercept them. 
this is what they ask you to do. Avoid asking what is your sex unless operationally necessary so they don't want to infringe on people who might be trans. So, so, so these are the people, these are the illegal felons that come across the border, um, uh, you know, from uh, Mexico and all the bloody third world countries. Avoid asking what is your sex. Then it says, don't use the terms he, him, she or her pronouns until you have more information about or have provided, been provided by the individual. So you lumber a Puerto Rican that's come across the border and you say, now, hello, um, could you tell me just what you're signalling yourself as so before we process you? What are you, what, what are you identifying as? Can you believe this is their priority? It wouldn't be the priority to find out where what their background is. Here's this. If a longer dialogue with a migrant is occurring, it may be appropriate to ask individuals their preferred pronoun. So you've got an international terrorist that's been sprung coming across the border because he's been a jihadist or he's been a, uh, from ISIS or he's been whatever, and you say, oh, excuse me, um, what, would you, what is your pronoun at this stage? And he, uh, he, uh, can you believe that that is their priority? That is Mallorca's, I think, is the, um, the person in charge of uh, immigration. He's the, they want to impeach him for shit like this. I wonder if they say that if if someone said that they wanted to identify as a lion, what would their pronouns be? Leo. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the whole stupid point of it. And well, people then. use people crank up the system and use it. Uh, they say yes, I, I'm I'm a man, but I'm, I'm transing, and I want to go into a woman's prison. And they go in there and they rape and root half the people in there and make them pregnant. That's just... And people cop all this in the name of um, inclusion and diversity and um, respecting people's pronouns. Uh, respect people's pronouns, but when you're an illegal immigrant... <laughs> that, that's where that country's headed. That country is headed to hell in a handbasket. For a whole lot of different reasons, we're not we're not too far behind. <laughs> what the high court, the same thing, letting out those, yep. no, we those people. The, we um, did that last week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so the tunnel project. Uh, uh, so uh, people are listening to us, Susan, Susan, OA, Susan, OA, <laughs> you trailblazer, you. Well, no, I'm telling you that they listened to Don and I, and when we, we do you remember when we said, do you remember when we said someone either the city council or the state government should have squads of hit, not hit men, squads of people who go round um, um, identifying and policing graffitiists who daub the new sound barriers and the petitions on the freeways and, you know, this great tunnel that's cost $20 billion, the uh, Westgate extension, and you drive along there and suddenly these little pieces of uh, pig's vomit, these these ill-bred pieces of shit, go out there and they're starting to deface the great sound barriers and the great sound walls. Well, I notice, I notice. Did you notice here that as a... The $20 billion uh, tunnel has run into some uh, technical aspects and one of them is uh, that they're now trying to remove the graffiti. I'll read this out. They're trying to remove the graffiti from the 100 metres of new barriers and sound panels. Uh, There's 100 metres of graffiti they're trying to remove before they go on with anything else because they're trying to keep the new project a bit pristine. We said that they should do that. Do you remember when we said they should have squads of people go out at night uh, with uh, vegetable spray in, in high-pressure guns and when they see people, spray them uh, red or blue or green? Spray them and, you think and round them up. On they? Have, don't they have cameras on well, there? Well, I don't know, but they, as soon as... 
uh, they should have people monitoring a bank of cameras and as soon as one is activated by movement, they should go straight out before they get a chance, the little pieces of shit to uh, uh, deface it. That's what they should do. Well, I noticed that that's one of the excuses. They say that the tunnel is... Uh, it being delayed, is it? Delayed because <laughs> they're trying to remove the graffiti. But that, don't you think that's good? Now, we suggested that. The removing of the graffiti is good, but why is that going to delay it? I mean, they can... Well, I don't know. Maybe they've... I don't know. That's one of the reasons they gave. Speaking of graffiti in the city of Melbourne, I can tell you, that's been a disgrace in our city. yeah. Long because we've got Sally Cap over to climate change in uh, Japan rather than actually doing something to improve the aesthetic appeal of the city here rather than the bullshit of what is the climate thing she's gone to? What is that about? What? Don't use gas. What? Fa- fancy the Premier saying you shouldn't use gas in your... Lord what, Mayor. What is that? Lord and, Mayor. And, 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 well, the Premier said we're not... I think if you build a house, you can't get a, a permit oh. to build it. Yes. With gas appliances, uh, this is this this is the the this is the climate people uh, the Chinese and the the Chinese import more fossil fuels to power their power coal fired power stations, and they are not on the climate um, climate list of CO two emissions. Uh, by getting CO2 credits because they are considered, China and India are considered developing countries, so they allow developing countries some leeway to power their citizens, as opposed to us here who pay through the hooter for power because uh, solar and wind and uh, uh, hydro is not adequate, so we have to pay through the nose for the developing and we're not a developing country? No, we're not. A, we are a developed country. What, China's not? Well, that's the point. They, they, that's how they get away with it. They say they're, not a, de- they're a developing country. That's exactly the hypocrisy of it. Uh, the third world countries, they're, not, they're developing. But, you know, Europe and America and us... We're developed, so we pay, the, we pay through the nose because uh, we don't have the... We don't have the uh, the uh, ruse of, 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 of we don't have the excuse. Uh, they say, "Oh no, well you're developing. You can do what you like. You can port as much coal and from wherever you like," which uh, keeps our balance of payments in the um, sort of in the blue uh, because half the country goes over in the form of ships to uh, China to power their. One and a half billion people. So it's just a never-ending round of engagements. Uh, All lies. Uh, well, it is lies, and um, no one takes any, no one cares about it anymore. Uh, so that was the tunnel, lack of sleep, uh, 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 anal. Now, I uh, went to a. Um, well, I noticed in the paper, Jeff Kennett, the ex-premier. Now, now ha- have a listen to this. This is this is where he's a friend of yours, isn't he? He's a friend of mine. Absolutely, he's a friend of mine. But he was he he he's overseen four premierships at Hawthorne, and uh, presidents of football clubs get criticised from time to time, no matter who they are. Eddie Maguire, who saved Collingwood, saved Collingwood, bought it out of bankruptcy and made it the powerhouse it is today. He got criticised in the end because. Uh, for some, I don't know what, he got criticised for some comment he made about Indigenous Australia, just a throwaway line. Jeff Kennett, um, he um, was part of the club when Alistair Clarkson and the um, coach of the Brisbane Lions, thank you, Fagan. Mm. Chris, is it Chris? Mr Fagan and Mr Clarkson were accused falsely, falsely, this has been since been proven, falsely of some racial um, indiscretion about what went on at Hawthorne. They, there was, uh, the, 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 um, and, and so uh, ruined both their careers temporarily, uh, made 
caused great stress. The people who accused him uh, never went on with it, didn't come forward, didn't want to be interviewed, didn't want to go on with it. It was just a complete and utter crock of nonsense. And um, so Jeff Kennett was uh, recommended as life, to be a life member of the Hawthorne Football Club. It, it was well deserved. Well deserved, yep. and it was accepted. And the president, Andy Gowers, who was Don's friend, and we asked him to come on here and have an interview, and he became, and he said, oh, no, he said he'd like to um, play golf with us first and have a, an informal chat. I said, an informal chat at the AFL president. I said, what could we ask him that he would worry about? No, he said, we'd go down to um, headquarters, which I presume is Royal Melbourne, and he said, no, I'm not doing any interviews. Uh, the next day, I think, or day, there was an interview in the Herald Sun, the Age, the Financial Review. He'd done 44 <laughs> interviews. He didn't want to be interviewed by me, or, or maybe particularly Don. Anyhow, he uh, rang Jeff up and he said, congratulations, Jeff, you've been made a life member of the Hawthorne Football Club. He said, but we're not going to actually, we're not going to, um, we're not going to... Um, Validated? No, 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 we're not going to um, have a function to award it to you. We're just going to put it on hold because it would be inappropriate due to the ongoing Indigenous um, affair matter that's still go ongoing. And I thought, well, how extraordinary is that? Uh, what, what has that got to do with Jeff Kennett? Uh, it got nothing to do with Jeff Kennett. And they've awarded him the life membership, but they're putting it on hold because it'd be inappropriate with this matter still going on. But wouldn't it be better to even not mention that you've been awarded a life member? Uh, How to insulting to say you've is. been accepted and not to go on with it. So here, this is pandering in the extreme. This is projection by Andrew Gowes. And if Andrew Gowes would like to come on here any time and dis or disagree with what I'm saying, that is, uh, that is feigned indignation. You cannot get a more slobbering suck-up than uh, uh, saying, oh, yes, we'll give you the life membership, but we're not going to just have a function to give it to you at this stage until things die down. What a, what a, what a disgrace. Well, they only Seriously. remember the, the bad things that you do in, in life, not the good things, and he's Mine, done so much... For that club, he has, mind you. Don brought in a um, uh, an invitation he got um, to a function. It had it had welcomed the country up the top. It said we acknowledge the uh, past and present elders. They said it had right, it had the colours of the um, uh, the flag, the indigenous flag. It had the um, Thursday Island uh, or the um, Torres Strait Islanders, Torres Strait Islanders uh, flag on it. Uh, there was a little flag down the bottom which actually had the Hawthorne colours. It had rainbow colours. It had <laughs> we had covered every particular aspect of society that might ever go to the football at the Hawthorne Football Club. So so they covered themselves beautifully. And when the person who actually won them four, four premierships and was in charge of the club uh, gets life membership, they couldn't bring themselves to have a function to give it to him. Uh, you wonder why they're, uh, they're um, uh, going nowhere. So his name's on the list, is it? Like oh, he's yes. actually oh, been on, given it. So oh, I don't know if it's just been not put on the it. board or not, uh, on the, uh, the notice board, you mm. know, engraved on there we'll for the life Don. members. Yeah. No, well, we'll, who? Have to ask, we'll have to ask Don if it's there. Yeah, see if you can get older. Don, I've, uh, the last time I spoke to Don, I think on the van, I said, give us a chat, give us a call, tell us uh, if you're coming back. He said, I'll think about that. That was uh, six weeks ago. Uh, so maybe, maybe he's not getting a lot of sleep. Uh, and he's, or is he's that forgotten. a lie? Hmm? Or is that a white lie? Yeah, it might be. Maybe, as I said at the start of this, maybe um, because it says here lack of sleep causes the brain to remember events incorrectly, maybe he didn't remember his say he'd get back because he's not having a lot of sleep. <laughs> I don't know. But um, Dr Ben... I, Doc, Dr. Ben's got a project with him. I'm not sure where he is, uh, Dr. Ben. Uh, I hope he's going to ring in, the, the good doctor. So uh, so you've come up with... Now, I'll do the shout-outs. You've, you've brought a lot of topics to the table. No, none. Um, uh, of course, none. Uh, so I, uh, How does anyone get a topic in when you just you just continue, like, just because I look verbal at, diarrhea? This is what I used to do with uh, the other person, and I'm doing it with you now. I sit and I look in, I can look into your eyes, and I look right through them at the back, and I can see the wall behind you. 
through the he, 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 I can see you've got nothing. You've got a very good brain, uh, A.O. Stanley. O.A. Stanley. Oh, God, help me if you challenge the Newman. Oh, no, O.A. Stanley. I, I call you O.A. because you're an order of Australia and I think that's good. O.A. Stanley. Uh, incidentally, did we have some reaction to the completely um, superfluous kitchen items that we read <laughs> out last week? Serious? Yeah, no, we had a lot of people said yeah, they, that was a very interesting thing because half those things, they couldn't agree with you more. You know, a, a, a truffle a shaver. <laughs> a truffle shaver. And a banana cutter. A, a banana slicer. A slicer. Uh, I didn't read... There was a magic tap. Uh, it, do you know that? You can put an attachment to the top of your faucet... Which is a tap. Faucet. A faucet. And when you turn the tap on and the water comes out, it will colour the water. It won't. It it, it will colour the water as it comes out. And it if you want, clear if you want to have a blue stream of water, it's just it, it just lights it. It doesn't change it. If you want to have a blue stream of water, you dial in blue. And if you want to, you wouldn't want to have a, a, a sort of a. You wouldn't want to have a yellow stream of water. It'd look like you'd pissed yourself. But um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, we fancy putting that on your tap so that you oh today we'll have red water coming out of the tap. <laughs> how useless is that? And I don't know how much it costs. So we had a lot of uh, comment on those things. Uh, you know, um, a cookie dipper, a cookie dipper. Um, I won't go through them again. I'm going through a couple of them. A pancake crayon. You and did people have these in their? Kitchen, or did they not? Well, well, well uh, a lot of them, uh, just by reading the comments, said um, they are just com- that, that is how people get conned. We are just we are conned into buying shit. <laughs> and with Christmas coming up, yeah. I asked one of the girls, I said, What, what, what are you going to buy someone? And they said, Oh, I just usually buy kitchen, kitchen things for there them. There you are, <laughs> they might give us some pizza scissors, and they say, Well, that's fantastic. Um, we don't have a pizza maker, so what's the use of pizza scissors? Oh, we'll buy you a pizza maker. And then we'll buy you a bread maker to put in the pizza. And we'll buy you a truffle shaver so that when you sprinkle the top of the pizza with truffles, you'll be able to shave them. That's just extraordinary. No, no it is extraordinary. Uh, all right, now, um, and now I'm just doing the shout-outs now. Uh, I'm doing this, so I left them till the end, uh, to the end of this segment. So that doesn't impinge on Ben. If Ben rings Because you're doing him, it out of ben order. Ben might be away. He wouldn't be on holidays, would he? What? Why, don't, why don't you ring him before you come on? Well, just I feel like, did you hear me at the start of this? I, I did, I said, but, you know, but why didn't you then? Because you could just go on and on and just wonder. I go on and on. <laughs> yeah. I haven't gone on and on about uh, Ben Ford, Dr Is Ben. Is he coming? It's only the third time you've mentioned it in this segment. Well, so when... When the allotted time that he comes on uh, arrives... Text him. That's my point. I could have done that, but every time I do that, he says, yes, I'm, I'll be on, so I'm just leaving it. And, uh, and if he doesn't come on, I'll say, well, God... But you're anxious now. You're anxious because you don't know, because he hasn't confirmed. That's right. We'll wait till the allotted time. We've got about 20 minutes before he's scheduled to ring in. Your anxiety's kicking in. I can see it. It's not anxiety. It does, it, 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 we only like him to ring in because people just hang on. Mick Christian, I reckon he has an orgasm every time <laughs> uh, um, Dr Ben comes on. Mick Christian, michaelchristianmenswear.com, he has... He has got, um, uh, what do you call that, internet radio? What do you call that? Um, you know, when you can get stations from it's all over. App. Stream. It's just, a, it's just an app. Oh, you go all on the internet. Right. Oh, all right. So he streams Ben's program every morning in Sydney. Yep. You can't, you can't listen to it on a radio. You've got to go on the internet, don't you? You've got oh, to yeah, stream inter- it. Internet, yeah. Internet or the app. Like 3AW, you just download the app or you're... 3AW, I can get 3AW on a radio here because it's it's 20 kilometres away from me. It's 10 kilometres away, so I've got reception. But he can't get reception on his radio in Sydney is what I'm saying. So So app or internet, yep. goes onto the internet. Well done. So he listens to it every morning and he said, oh, he said he's the best in the world. I I reckon he sits there with a hard on uh, from... When's he on, Ben? He's on six from till six nine, till nine. Yeah. He sits there with a perpetual hat on. 
Um, uh, you know, the Ayatollah should be so lucky that um, um, uh, Michael Christian Men's Week can get her on, but she wouldn't want to interrupt you while he's listening to Ben. Anyhow, um, so uh, we're giving a shout-out. Um, uh, or a cheerio. They, we, we cheerio? Cheerio. Cheerio. Uh, Kevin Hines used to say, hello. Remember him? He used to, so what it was called? So what? I'd done this before. He used to... He was a good man, Kevin Hines. On the ABC, he did a program called So What? You know, mm. S-O-W. So, so what? what? Yeah. And I've said this before, but he came on one day and he said, Hello, tonight I'm going to Pot Iris. Uh, and everyone thought, shit, that'll be good. And he did, he got a pot, he got some iris bulbs and he potted them. And he said, the next week he said, Hello. Tonight I'm going to plant rose up against the wall. And he did. He got some roses and he planted them against a brick wall and they looked fantastic. I thought he was going to get a lady named Rose and that, put her on the wall. That's right, Sue. That was the double entendre. Why have I mentioned Kevin Hines? Uh, anyhow, and, and cheerio. he... Cheerio. That's right, cheerio. He used to say, all right, that's it for tonight. Cheerio. As opposed to Alan Seale. Do you remember Alan Searle who used to... He was a gardener. I know I've done this plenty of times. But Alan... He had a, uh, a whistle, whistle when he spoke. And any time he mentioned a thing where it would whistle, like lace, he said... Lace, bugs and moths and spiders and uh, silver fish and you can... Spray silverfish with these, and you'd think there was a wind coming through the door where you lived, and you think. <laughs> so that was Alan Seal. So we had Kevin Hines and Alan Seal, and they were gardening experts, with with certain impediments in their speech. But oh, no, no, Kevin didn't have an impediment. He just uh, had a, a different turn of phrase. He wouldn't have known what. Well, you listened to him. No, I didn't. Well, how do you know? Ah, because. They, they used to play those things. They said, have a listen to this. What sort of show is this? You would think that this is not a gardening show. You would think this is a... Uh, this is a... Uh, uh, can, what do you call that? Uh, Pornhub show. Um, Tonight I'm going to pot Irish. And you think, shit. Uh, so anyhow... Uh, so, um, Shout outs. <laughs> Cheerios, Kevin. Uh, so uh, James Nixon... Now... What oh, I had a fantastic experience last night. I was taken. Did you? I was taken along, taken along by someone to. Um, Where did you go? I, I'm going to tell you, Don. I went along to the fireman's. Who with? What? Who with? Hang on, I haven't got under that yet. I went along to the 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 firefighters gig at the uh, European. Uh, it was a nice uh, gig there, and uh, someone I know went and did a. a, a you could do a. Um, you, it was. What did you go along to the... Oh, you took me along to the firefighters gig last night. Why did you? Oh, I did the fire operations 101, which you become a fire person for a day. Fire person. Fire yes, quite person. another fireman, yep. Yes, mm. yes. And they just had some Christmas get-together. Yeah, and As the boss do. was there, Peter... Um, yeah, Peter Marshall was there, the uh, secretary. Of the union, the yes. firefighters union. Yes, he was there. And... Um, your very great friend, uh, who became your very very good friend, because no, uh, you started pitching. David his Mann, man about town, oh, yes, he was yeah. there. He he's he's been there, honorary ambassador, ambassador for twenty five years. Yeah. Or so. um, and uh, I met a man called James Nixon, and he is a pilot. He pilots a um, A three eighty. You know the big the big, big mothers, one. and he said. He listens to the podcast. I said, Jim, really? James. I said, James, Mr. Nixon, I will I will give you a shout out. He said, Oh, that'd be grand. Grand. He was he, lovely. What? He was lovely. He he was lovely. And you didn't you didn't realise what he actually did in the uh uh, flying planes until they actually introduced him, didn't you? You were just talking I, to him I, as just one of I the, was. the I've guests. I was. I've got his card here. Look, I'll, I've got he gave you a card. Well, I said, give us a card. Here he is. I think. I think. His name's you James him. Nixon. No relation to Ricky. <laughs> 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 
Kremen. That's him. And he was he pilots an A380. And I also uh, so uh, Nick Theodosi. Do you know Nick Theodosi? Yes. He's a car man. Got very prestige cars. Oh, prestige. Everyone should own a prestige he, he, car. He 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 listens to us. Shane Crawford, I know, listens to us. I'm, I know Shane listens, so I just sending him immature. His blue eyes. Blue eyes, yeah. <laughs> Very good, see, you've, you've given me the line. If you look into his blue eyes, it's like looking through the skylight in your house. There's fuck all behind him. It's like <laughs> looking into space. <laughs> no. Never going to look you in the eye and think you can see no. right through you. Ah. Uh, so, um, now... Who Michael, else was it? What? Who else was it? The one with the cap. You kept pinching his I'm ask, cap. I'm asking you what's his name. What was his name? He's the captain of the uh, Arunta. Arunta, yes. Arunta? <laughs> is it? Arunta. 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 And what was his name? Greg York. Greg York, yeah. yeah. Well, he was the Commodore and he had all the regalia and epaulets and you fruit just, salad. You, just, you were manhandling. You were just oh, touching. Oh, his what about the beautiful... Uh, captain's hat he had on with the with the crest on it and the coat of arms. Oh no, I, I even got you even put it on. I got firm myself looking <laughs> at it. Uh, so Mick Christian, MichaelChristianMenswear.com, who if he hasn't got a hat on, can get close enough to listen to this. He said uh, Ben from Sydney, and I don't think it's Ben Fordham, but he said Ben from Sydney. It's his forty seventh birthday, and um, uh, we, he wanted a shout out. And Mick Christian said. The caps for Christmas are just, there's not many left. There's not much stock left. The you cannot be serious caps. And uh, the stubby holders we were giving away free if you did an order. There's not many of them left. So I don't know if he's going to have another run of the caps. Uh, I don't know if he is, but um, they have been an absolute winner. And I tell you, the guy, I was going to say they're going out like hotcakes. Talking of hotcakes, not you. Talking of hotcakes, Kate Save. You know, mm-hmm. be fit food. She has got specials coming out her, coming out her kitchen. <laughs> she has got uh, specials, and she was trying to find people to go on a reality show. I don't know how that's going, but she has very, very good specials. And if you're interested in healthy food that keeps you fit, be fit food. When you get lazy and you just want to grab something out of the freezer, you just grab one and pop it in the microwave and goes bing. How's it go? Bing. And then you eat it. <laughs> Saves you cooking. <laughs> cooking. Yeah, cooking. No, it does. Uh, it does do that. Uh, so, uh, so there we are. Um, a uh, OA, Stanley, there we are. I'll call you OA. Yeah, so that, that was it. I don't think there's anything else I can mention. We're going to sign off. I think you need some sleep. We're, we're going to wait with bated breath and see if the doc calls in. God so, help us. Um, there we are, that we're off. I'm open around the streets late at night. I'm worried because.